Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I am pretty good, sir. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, doing all right. Um, oh, we've got a lot to talk about this week. I think yeah. we were uh, we were late with our Escape from New York review. And yeah. uh, as a result, it feels so long ago that I watched some of these movies. Um, <laughs> but uh, ironically, the one that I watched this weekend uh, was the one I'd forgotten I'd even watched. So that says everything you need that's to a, know. That's a good sign, isn't that's it? That's a good sign. But um, yes, anyway, what uh, what do you want to start with, Matt? Uh, well, I think we should start, probably start with the big one, shouldn't we? Which big one? So, well, let's start, let's start with The Northman. Let's start with The Northman. So you went and uh, saw The Northman in cinemas. I did. This it's weekend, which I think, you know... Second, to, uh, second return to the cinema since so was, was it June and then this, or... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, every time I return to the, the cinema, I am reminded of, of how much of, of a better experience it is. Yeah. You know? That seems like an obvious thing to say, but I think these days we're so used to seeing things on the small screen, streaming at home. Um, yeah. and even if you got a big TV and surround sound, it's all great, but it's just not, it's not the same. No. So how was the Northman? Cause this looks fantastic. It's fucking awesome excellent review over that's a great um, review well done. <laughs> it is really really fucking good so here we got robert eggers again uh you know after his uh, the witch and the lighthouse yeah, yeah um we have uh alexander skarsgård as as uh, now that's the, that's a, that's a track record isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah t- totally there's two movies that were like film of the year quality movies yep absolutely so you know, and, he's, and it's and, and to be honest, it's probably going to be uh, hard to beat this one. It's going to be in the list, huh? It's definitely going to be in the list. Uh, so we've also got uh, Nicole Kidman as Queen Gedron. We've got yep. Klaus Bang as Fjolnir. Uh, Ethan Hawke as King. Oh, I'm going to mess up these names. King Avander Avandel. Okay. War Raven, and then we've got Anya Taylor Joy as Olga the, of the Birch Forest. Uh, so basically, it's. You know, the it's the very basic story of, of Hamlet, um, as it were, but it's obviously based on the origins of Hamlet. So sure. it's, it's it's you know, this the the Amleth, the the, the the sort of Dane Prince sort of thing. And uh, you basically you've got it starts with the young uh, Amleth, uh, who I can't remember who plays the kitty version. Uh, no, it's not that one. Uh I can't find it, but there's the, he, anyway, he's played by the, obviously the younger version and he's waiting for his father return. Um, and he, you know, Ethan Hawke turns up and he's sort of this battle scarred and, um, he's a, a bit abrupt with his wife and, but he greets his son warmly and they go and do this, um, this ritual, which is like, whoa, okay. Uh, this, they do this, um, wolf ritual where they, they go in is on sort of like end up on all the King says to his son, do everything I do. And they go on all fours, and there's lots of howling and woofing, and uh, okay. Then they they drink. They're told to, by this sort of uh, this this shaman uh, shaman stroke fool played by Willem Dafoe uh, to drink this uh, thing, and they 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 lap it up, and he is told about Odin and uh, his. Um, his obligation to avenge his father should anything happen to his father right. and he's told about the, the the family tree 
and where his place is on the on the family tree. And you get this amazing, of it, you know, the, one of the surreal moments. You get quite a few surreal moments in these, and obviously they're you know they are induced. Let's say I would sure yeah, and you get this amazing shot of this sort of um, this like pan up of this family tree with all these um, dead kings hanging from the branches and stuff. It's fucking awesome. And you see his his place at the at the top of this tree, you know, right. as, as it were. And as they're leaving this ceremony, um, the the king's uh, uh, bastard brother, uh, Fjolnir, uh, basically kills him. And Hamlet, Hamlet, sorry, escapes and vows to. You know, you've seen all that stuff in the trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to kill it, kill him, rescue his mother, and you know, get his kingdom back, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So you've got quite a lot of, you know, his trademark uh, weirdness, as it were. I would say, yeah. You've got a lot of the, you know, with, with the, with the, um, these scenes of of drug induced visions. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. It's it's there's the and they are really well done and really beautiful. And of course, you get these amazing scenes where you know they, they have the Hamlet Amleth becomes this um a berserker. Right. But he spent too much time as a berserker, he's kind of forgotten what he is and where you know he's, Right, it's kind of broken him mentally. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's kind of lost his way and after a raid on this village, which is a fucking awesome, the the again you get this scene where the before they go they get the um uh, this sort of shaman makes them drink this stuff and they they're, they're supposed to be shedding their their outer skins to become wool you know wool uh-huh. and stuff and you get all that really cool build up and you get the attack where there was the real fucking brutal attack of of this. Uh, Russian village, and um, he then the you know sort of while they're sort of celebrating their victory and divvying up the treasure and and the slaves and things, uh, he runs into this blind Cirrus played by Bjork, um, which is I fucking love Bjork. Yeah, it, I mean she's in the movie for te- for like two but minutes. It's, it's cool anyway, you know. <laughs> but she just she makes such an appearance as this blind Cirrus, you know, sort of. Um, we, you know, we're pulling this wool and, and weaving this this, this this string, and she talks about the Nords and how he's forgotten where he stands and he, he his obligations, and you know he's got to fulfill his destiny. The fate, you know, the the Nords have re- woven your fate. You have to go and 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 fulfill it, fulfill it, fulfill this thing. So of course he basically uh, finds out that Fiona is now no longer king of where he was um he was he was overthrown by i think it's how fair who was right. like the first proper king of of the, the like the norse mm-hmm. who's, you know threw off all the princes and things and or chieftains and uh, and uh sort of unified He's un- yeah unified everything under him yeah, yeah. and he uh, and and so uh Hilnir is is basically gone to iceland to live Right, and um, so he realizes that some of these slaves are going to go be taken to him. Uh, one of them being Anya Taylor Joy's, um, uh, she's another witch, um, and he 
basically hides himself as a slave and then goes to uh, Iceland to enact his revenge. Sure. Um, it the the I mean it's filmed beautifully. The 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 um. I I would expect nothing less. Yeah, it's filmed in Iceland and it's filmed in Ireland. And right. It's pure beauty and the the period detail. I'm sure there are there are some in in errors in it but overall it's complete period um you know spot on period uh, uh equipment you know the, the 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 suits the and there's he, there's a there's a bit later where he gets where he acquires a sword i don't really want to go into too much about that, that but no no sure acquires a sword but the sword is is this you know it's it's an older looking sword it's this it's fucking awesome this night blade that he's, he he gets it's it's really good um, it is not, I think people have kind of gone in watching this movie thinking that it's going to be Gladiator or... <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Something I like mean, that. I, I think if you've and, watched The Witch or, or Lighthouse, you probably know that's not going to be the kind yeah, of movie he's going to make. That, and I think that's that's a problem for some people, you know, I think... The, I'm sure. Some, some, I think the villain, the, the sort of the vision stuff and the, mm. and the you know, the, the, the weirdness of some of the scenes where they're running around howling and things... I think is sort of put people off, which is a shame because I think if you can if you can get past that and and realise that they're not real as such, you know, they're they're yes. visions, yeah, they're, they're visions that have, they've had, and it's you know this is this is going to the this is going to the the the, the, the um oh fucking what's the word I'm looking for the the, the um the Norse stories the tales uh, yeah. the the sagas the sagas yeah. The, the sagas it's, it's going back to the sagas as, as much as you can go back to the sagas from this you know and using you know the the, the details as much as you they can you know they can uh, and it's so fucking well done there's a, the, the, the the supporting cast even though they in most cases they don't really get much to do it's mostly Skarsgård's you know he's pretty much on, on screen most of the time um, but um, in the Ethan Hawke, brilliant. He's in it, for, you know. Again, he's in it for five minutes, but he's he's brilliant. Um, Willem Dafoe, again, in it for five minutes, brilliant. Um, Nicole Kidman as Gudrun, uh, she is really fucking good. I, she's, I mean, I love. Uh, she's having a real resurgence of late, yeah. and I, I'm really enjoying it because she is a great actress. Yeah, she she really is. I think I think she started coming back with when she when she did Destroyer a few years ago. That movie was fucking awesome. Yeah, but she's yeah. been. Making sort of appearances in in, in yeah, here she was and there. in uh, Aquaman as well. Yeah, um, yeah, she's she's a great actress, and it's it's great to see her. Yeah, back. she's she's got some very cutting lines, which are quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the other, Klaus uh, Bang is the brother. Is he's really good. Anya Taylor Joy is of course amazing because I don't think I, I don't think I've ever seen a bad. Anya I, I've never seen seen her put in a bad performance. No. Um, again. It's, it, obviously they don't get as much to do because it's you know Hamlet's story and you you could say that it's a, it's a very basic story and there is a twist uh but honestly if you don't see the twist coming then you know <laughs> i can't help you yeah exactly yeah. It's, it's 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 a i mean it's almost it's an almost telegraphed twist sure extent. um and i'm not i won't give it away i mean even though it's obvious i won't give it away mm-hmm. but um 
you know, it's it's the 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 reactions to the twist are really good and really well done. And and Skarsgård, I think, is a great actor, but I think this is one of his finest performances. He's and he, and even though, is it like, is it like, um, like just grunting and you know shuffling around? Yeah, is it is it like Columbo, where you you know what's going to happen, but it's fun to watch the characters work it out. Yes, yeah. Like yeah, it's kind of that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I never really like Columbo for that reason. Oh, I love Columbo. I like I love episodes of Columbo, and mm. I like the, and I love the character. I think it's a but, format you're either behind or you're not. Yeah, and I, I, I love I'm, it. I'm more of a I like to work it out myself type. Sure. But, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but I mean, come on, there is some great fucking episodes of Columbo. Anything with um with with uh, Shatner in is fantastic. Oh yeah, and and Nimoy. I think I think they were both in it. On they both, were, yeah, yeah, multiple times. <clears throat> um, there, yes, so, so there's, you know, there's a there's a lot of um, stuff that I think people will probably have struggled to, to to push past. Yeah, which which is a shame, but I think um, I don't think it's going to make the money back. It's even it was because it's a this is I think its biggest budget is a fucking huge budget. I think it's like ninety ninety million or something like that. Okay, and I don't think it's going to make that back. Sadly, but I would encourage anybody who love cinema to go and see it as a as just as a cinema experience yeah because it's it's truly beautiful and it's it it's so you know it's so period accurate it's so thing. sometimes i guess some of the accents are a bit weird because they got obviously you've got scarcely who's his own accent and a lot of the other sort of side character side players that they are using their own act accents but kidman's accent and toy the joy's accents are a bit mm, and then at other times they're actually speaking, you know, Scandinavian and using, you know, you do sort of think. Right. Well, you should have probably one. picked one, yeah, yeah. and just gone with so it. You do sort of think, choose one. But it's a fucking minor gripe, to be fair. Um, you know, other than, I, I, I would, you know, love to see more people go. I don't think it's going to get, you know, the, the, it's, it, it's not going to get its due. But I think if you if you love The Witch and you love The Lighthouse, this you will love this because there's just, I mean, it's, it's not as weird. I would say it's not as weird as those movies. There's yeah. not, you know, but it's still brilliant. It's still amazingly directed, amazingly acted. It's, it's you know, beautifully stunning, stunning movie. And yeah. I can, I cannot praise it enough. I'm, I mean, again, it's so fucking annoying when you hear things like, you know, people are saying, Oh, it's, uh, Eggers is a white supremacist. And this is a white Why? supremacist movie because the cast, Why, of- but it's a, Oh no! Yeah, this this old it's a bloody Norse movie. I don't... exactly. I'm sorry. I'm to, you know for those people who who, who... I, I really struggled with this logic when it's something historical. To be honest, yes. Uh, I I just don't. I mean, it's fine if you want to make a movie that does that, but that's yeah. But then don't you know by the by the same token, don't criticize directors mm-hmm. who want something historically accurate. That that's yeah. fine as well. It's not um. I don't think it, yeah. you know, it's. I don't think they've done it in any, in any uh, with, you know, I don't think there's any malice in, in no. the, you know, in, intent in doing that. They're just making a movie that they want to be accurate to the period, and that's fine. Yeah, it, absolutely. Um, well, in my opinion, anyway, uh, it's yeah, it's a weird one that I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people do get angry about that, but it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh well, I, I, I mean, this movie looks fantastic. I yep. absolutely loved the witch uh i loved the lighthouse as well yeah so it's certainly on my radar uh if i get a chance to get to the cinema i i will almost certainly be watching this film so uh, yeah 
I'm excited to see I it. Think, I'm I glad. The Witch and Lighthouse are slightly better movies, but only slightly. Sure. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I would say I preferred still The Witch. A stunning movie. I mean, I'd say I preferred The Witch to The Lighthouse, but um, but they're both amazing <laughs> films. Yeah. So I, I don't have an issue. You know, it, it's fine. Uh, no. If this is the third best, but it's still of exactly that quality, yeah. I'm happy. It's fine. I mean, um, Eggers is right up there for me with, with um, uh, oh, now I'm going to forget, forget his fucking name. Um, director of Field in England and... and, and oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't think either, but I know, yeah. Bloody memory. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, he's right up there for me with 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 that. Oh, I love the, the you know the, the, these are these are great you know cinematic movies. cinematic directors. Yes, you know? um, and and it was almost for a while in terms of the mainstream, it was kind of a dying breed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's great yeah. to see we've we've got some some directors who are becoming yeah. big. Uh, what, they they I mean, do that, what, like Villeneuve, uh, for example. What people would call art house directors, isn't it? It's, uh, yes, yeah, to an extent, yeah. Um, used to be that that you you'd, you'd be in the mainstream, but these days it is. It's much more uh, of the art arty directors. Yeah. Uh, but it is good to see some of them getting some recognition and, and actually kind of making these kind of movies. Although sadly, it sounds like in this case, it may not make its money back. So. No, it's. I mean, it's. I think it's. It's doing pretty well. But I, I think because I think it's probably got limited appeal, and the fact that I think some people are going to be put off by the the, the, the strangeness that it's by just, the the lack of blue hedgehog. Yeah, by the lack of blue hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> ben Wheatley. Ben Wheatley is the ah yes. Well done. I was trying to. Th- I was in the back yeah. of my mind. I was trying to work it out, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's right up there for me with Ben with Ben Wheatley is 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 a yeah. phenomenal director. And as we were saying, you know, before we started the show, that it look it looks like he's still attached to a Nosferatu remake. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by that. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy and Willem Dafoe, which is Willem the Willem Dafoe's playing Nosferatu again. Again, yeah. We, I we mean, said that's really odd. I mean, he's he's a lot older now, but I think it would still be. Oh, he'd still be fantastic. He's okay with with the with all the makeup and stuff. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Why not, indeed? Yeah. So, I, Norseman, I cannot recommend enough. It's it's a, it's a beautifully done, amazingly acted, um, just a great film. Excellent. Well, it's been a few weeks. Uh, it feels like quite a few weeks now since uh, since I watched. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. But uh, I I watched a Marvel movie. Um, Yeah. yeah, uh, I was going to go watch that as well. I just didn't get around to it. Yeah, well, I'm kind of, as you know, I'm superheroed out. So it's kind of unusual at this point for me to to even bother. Um, But, you know, there was a lot of hype surrounding this movie. And (laughs) and it's one of those movies I've heard very little negative about. Um, So, you know, coming off of, I think, the last Marvel thing I watched was Black Widow. Which I wasn't okay. impressed with at no. all. Um, I'm so I was curious. I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, maybe. But, but the sense of Black Widow, it just did a terrible, a, a great job of cheapening the character. Yeah, it removed a lot of the uh, a lot of the things that you would have naturally wanted from yeah. a Black Widow movie. It just changed or took out altogether. Really strange decisions. They, I, I think they, they saw that. Uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier uh was you know one of the most popular movies and they were like let's just remake that but with Black Widow 
um, and just try and shove, you know, a Black Widow storyline in there. Um, really odd, really odd decisions. Um, but you know, I I've quite enjoyed. I I certainly enjoyed um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, the first yep, uh, Spider-Man movie. Um, wasn't really... such a big fan I mean, of the second, be... although I don't really um, remember too much about it. I think the love of the first one was was mostly hinged on the um uh the, the vulture sure <laughs> um, it was a time when we were desperate to see michael keaton he's in everything exactly now, but, you know, yeah. in, in the time it was like yeah michael keaton yeah uh, and he was fantastic in that role i really liked him as vulture um and i i i remember like i don't think i liked the sequel so much um, i like the sequel i thought the sequel was it's one of the worst things that a movie can be with dull and boring Right, I I don't think I but hated yeah. it as much as you, but I I remember not being terribly impressed, um, and I've forgotten quite a lot about oh, it. It's just another one of those. Oh, you know, it's people that that were wronged by Tony Stark, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, the, guy, the guy's dead now. It's like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's just move on from yeah that, can we? Um, I mean, I guess it was always going to have to address uh Peter moving on from his father figure dying um so i I get it from that perspective but um but that brings us on to uh spider-man no way home they have to get home in every of all of these i'm guessing this is the home trilogy and now they'll move on to another word i hope so um but yeah so this one is is basically set immediately after spider-man something home two spider-man two home I don't know what it was called. Uh, whatever that movie was. Uh, yeah. it, it's set immediately after that one. And, and Quinton Beck has framed Spider-Man. And you see it in the end of the last the, the last movie. We get the uh, Jonah Jameson uh, 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 is back. And he's he's uh, now some kind of uh, Alex Jones type. Yeah, uh, I, I saw uh, that. Which I thought was quite funny, actually. I was like, I quite like that. That, you know, <laughs> if you're going to update jonah jameson that kind of works yeah um so he's kind of outed spider-man and we see the footage of quinton beck that he faked and and uh, you know he's basically outed peter not only as spider-man but also framed him as a villain mm-hmm. because of course everyone thought that mysterio was a hero or at least yeah. the public perception was that he was a hero so now spider-man's been framed and also peter's been outed as spider-man and uh effectively the the movie starts reasonably well with that uh you know him and him and mj are talking about you know how they're gonna live with this mm. um and and mj's like are you not just like glad that it's out there now do you not feel better and he's kind of like yeah i kind of do like you know now that now that it's out there and he's glad that mj knows and he's glad that you know he doesn't have to necessarily keep it secret but everyone's obviously following him eyes on him news on him media I following mean, him home that's all the, that the stuff. funniest things about the marvel un- movie universe is Spider-Man, for a very short period of time, was the only one that anybody didn't know who they were. Everybody knows who everybody else is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everyone yeah. knows who most Iron of them. Is. Most of them go by their real names. Yeah, exactly. Which is which I've always found slightly weird, but fine. And then they choose to sort of out Peter, which I thought was odd. It's like he's the only one that has a secret identity, and you ruin it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's. Uh yeah it is a bit odd um 
And also, you, you've outed... He's like a minor still, isn't he? <laughs> you've, like, outed this child. That's, it's like... Yeah, he's still at school, this guy's a kid. So... Maybe that's why they kept his identity secret, you assholes. He's yeah. a child. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, he's he's taken in by the police. The police come and arrest him. Um, and uh, uh, May and Happy have been dating. Um, that's yeah. a thing. And then Which is a, a... That's a weird weird thing that it's strange it's mostly played for laughs um but so he's taken in and he basically gets acquitted um obviously court of public appeal uh he is still uh very much there's still a a large portion of the population that thinks spider-man's a villain um and uh the the main the plot mainly centers around they're trying to get into mit uh and they all think they can get in but due to Spider-Man and Peter uh, and MJ's association and Ned's association with Spider-Man, uh, they all get rejected. Um, oh, see. He's kind of fine. Or sorry, is it MIT? Or is it like any any kind of uni anyway? They, they try yeah. a bunch of them. They can't get into any of them. And, and right. Peter's kind of okay with himself not getting in, but obviously he's crushed when MJ and whatnot can't get in. Yep. Uh, and blames himself. So he goes to Doc Strange and... Uh, Doc Strange is no longer Sorcerer Supreme because during the the snap, he was gone for too long and they thought he was dead. So Wong's now Sorcerer Supreme, but it doesn't really have any bearing on anything. Because, yeah. like, I guess, like, it's it's weird because you're like, well, surely Doc Strange was Sorcerer Supreme because he was the best Sorcerer. Yeah. So now that he's back, the Sorcerer Supreme is yeah not the best sorcerer it's kind of like okay fine i guess that's you know it's some kind of weird like bureaucratic also, nonsense but would, cool i don't think wong would have wanted to be sorcerer supreme no it, it's very odd it's it, it to be honest it kind of again that's like a one-off joke and then it's never mentioned again and it might as well <laughs> be that he is the sorcerer supreme but um so he goes to him and uh as you've seen in the trailer they they go to do this this spell and 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 it starts off very clean it's just going to be no one remembers who peter parker is and then obviously we see in the trailer that that peter starts getting silly with it and and they botch the spell strange manages to contain it uh problem being that uh anyone who knows peter from other dimensions is then getting brought into this dimension we're entering the multiverse yeah the desperation move of the comics and the desperation <laughs> move of the cinematic universe here we fucking go I've guys because i've always loved i yeah. haven't i used to hate it um and uh, though i will i will fully accept that back in the 90s when i was reading uh comics spider-man spider-man was always synonymous with the multiverse anyway there was always those multi-spider-man stories so i get it yeah. right because you have madam web and all of that stuff right? i always remember that so i know you know, it's fair. It's fair game. Yeah, it's just not necessarily for me. Uh, but anyway, I think some of my favourite comic book stories are, are from the from the um, from the multiverse, Elseworld stuff, which I've always you know liked. But uh, it's it, it is getting a little silly now. Well, yeah. Well, I guess they've only just started, really. I know they've only uh, just, that's the thing, just started already. We're like, I, I think, due to this movie's success, get used to seeing a lot more cameos yeah, and stuff. Again, though, it's the same with all these things. The fucking studio learning the wrong lesson. Lesson from yeah, it. Yeah. Um. So, as a result, we start getting. I, I mean, I'm going to go into spoilers. If you don't know that yeah. there are three Spider-Men in this movie, I don't 
I mean, yeah. at this point, we're, we're, we're past that, right? We know yeah, who's in this movie. Well, and I think everybody knew. I'm pretty were. sure everyone knew before the movie came out. Um, yeah. It was kind of, you know, kind of clear. Um, so the villains start coming through. And uh, I was, I, I will say, for the, f- started off well. Then yeah. there was a period of about 20 to 30 minutes where I thought this movie is turning into a complete shit show. Um, and I, and the, the reason I, the reason I say that is that once the villains start coming in and I know there's a tolerance for this where you're like, well, we will assume, you know, who these characters are, yeah. but it's not even the same like universe. It's, it's like, did you watch Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Cause if you didn't, then you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and, and it got to a point where it's like, literally like strange or, or, or Ned or MJ or like, Hey, another one's turned up and then spider-man goes there and it's like oh there there's there's electro oh another one's turned up oh there's doc ock oh another one's turned up oh there's lizard oh another one's turned up there's sandman and it's like jesus christ this is this is this is a mess this is like cameo for the sake of cameo you're just shoving yeah your greatest hits you're just shoving these toys together you know as (laughs) smashing these toys together we'll get we will funny enough subject for later is smashing toys together um but you know you're you're just you're just bringing these characters in for the sake of it for about 20 minutes i want to say but then the movie finds its feet and i will say this movie's great by the end um there there was a period where i was like i'm really not sure this feels like a mess um but by the end of the movie we have a fantastic character arc uh for uh peter for for all three really uh, i mean not so much toby Maguire. he's kind of he's the the elder of the group he's the wise one he's he's yeah. been through everything and he's kind of the 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 uh the, the the wise member of the group uh andrew garfield spider-man gets some fantastic closure some fantastic uh close to his story i um, did hear that the um Toby Maguire one, I think, was initially probably going to die. Oh, there's a there's a, there's a scene at the end where there's a scene at the end where he gets stabbed, and yeah. uh, it's it's very clear that something was meant to happen there, and yeah. and uh, they don't, and and then they kind of joke it off at the end. Um, yeah, yeah, he walked it off. No, they all they all hug, um, and and they 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 hug, and and he's all kind of smiles as he says goodbye to Tom Holland's Spider Man and then Andrew Garfield's spider-man turns to, to toby mcgar is like you're in a lot of pain aren't you he's like yeah i'm in a lot of pain and that's pretty much like all they say about it but you can kind of tell it was like oh i i kind of feel like he probably was meant to die there or should have died there yeah um but it you know again um not so much for toby although i do feel with toby he went through his story arcs and he kind of came out the other side and he was done whereas andrew yeah. garfield still had things to resolve and those thankfully get resolved in this movie more importantly than that i i think that tom holland's spider-man who has been desperate for an arc ever since he was in tony stark shadow and that, that, that you know like we said we've had two two movies now plus the avengers movies uh and civil war of of peter under tony stark and then under tony stark's in tony stark's shadow after tony stark's died now we're getting to see peter parker grow up and, yeah. and he is forced to forced to grow up and uh, there's a point in the movie i won't spoil people probably know anyway but you know i won't spoil it uh he suffers 
tragedy and uh he has to overcome anger and rage and uh and and, and it works really well because this spider-man we've not really seen him deal with that um, no. obviously he lost tony because i think also that you know uncle ben was already gone yes when we first meet peter well that's so. it and and what we have here is his uncle ben moment and it's interesting because he's already spider-man at this point whereas yeah. in the in the uh previous movies it was always like uncle ben dies and then he becomes spider-man and whatever in this he's been spider-man for a while and now uh now he suffers this tragedy and now he's doing the like with great power comes great responsibility and and he has these two other spider-men to to tell him how things worked out for them and you know you get these great scenes where where toby's talking uh toby, i have to i can't call them all peter it's really confusing <laughs> toby. toby's saying to, to to tom holland's spider-man you know like like i i i caught the guy who killed uncle ben and and i i you know i i i got that revenge i thought it would give me what i wanted but it didn't it didn't help at all and and you need to think about that in in um because he's after goblin because goblin ends up you know killing someone that he loves and so um you know he says like you know you need to let go of that it's not going to help you um and and you get some great scenes with with andrew garfield talking about um gwen stacy who like they kind of they they have this conversation where he's like she was my mj and i yeah. lost her and there's talk of, of loss and, and whatnot and and you know we we see a, a, a great story arc for those characters and by the end of the movie i i really felt like hey this feels like a really nice cap on the not just this trilogy but also on on the other spider-man movies as well mm -hmm. um i i thought it did a very good job like i said i do think there was a there was a good 20 minutes in this movie where i was like watching action things happen and i was like is there a point to this outside of outside of it's always fun to see these characters back right cool but yeah. i i need a bit more than that and there was a point when i was really worried that wasn't going to happen i'm glad to say by the end of the movie that it had happened and i thought it was a great story for what it was um the the returning villains uh alfred malena is amazing it's he's like he never <laughs> it's like he never stopped being doc Ock. it's yeah. like he's not mr beat there it's amazing um william defoe obviously hamming it right up his goblin and and he's fantastic the the de-aging looks really good on them as well i thought um mm. worked really well uh a lot of the other characters though oh and uh electro jamie fox's electro is far better in this movie um oh, still God. not quite electro but that fucking his electro was awful well he's a bit more of a character by the end of this movie and there were i was like okay i, I kind of like him a bit more in this movie I mean, than i did this, the thing, i've always felt sorry for andrew garfield anyway because i think I, he's he's great what, uh, as spider-man and um St uh, and emma stone, stone yeah they were great their dynamic great was fantastic movies they work so well but the movies themselves are rubbish yep the, the first one's bad the second one is appalling i don't think i i have i i don't know if i've seen the second one yet oh I, I just remember you saying how bad it was, and I was like, I probably won't bother then, and I yeah. don't think I ever did. I know it's on Netflix. I, I feel mean, like just, I might have put it on a while ago and just kind just, of had it on in the background without really watching it. But um, just the scene where Stacy dies. Really, I've seen that scene. I have seen that. Scene. Pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've that seen was that was done really well. It was like, oh, this is sea this, of this, shit. This, this shouldn't be in this terrible yeah, yeah. movie. Um, I I think uh, they the other villains though. It. I mean, some of these villains are there, and I forgot they even were there. I was like, "Oh yeah, 
like I'm surprised they bought they bothered with the Sandman. Well, they don't. I mean, that's that's was, kind of the thing. They he was don't. Kind of a, he was he, he was kind of a fucking afterthought in the previously. Well, he's he's more he's less than an afterthought here. Um, so is uh, Lizard. Like, yeah. I mean, basically, uh, I I think a lot of it is reused shots as well. Like, I don't think these oh, really? act, the actor even came back. I could be wrong. It looks like they just reused footage because they barely say anything. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong, um, but they're they're barely in it. They uh, they give nothing really to the movie. Um, uh, ultimately, uh, one sorry one key point I missed out is the the whole reason for this problem is that 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 Doc Strange is like you need to kill all of these. Uh, you need to send them back and and peter's argument is but if i send them back they'll die because they all die right yeah uh and he's like yeah they will but that's their destiny to die uh whereas peter feels that he can save them he's like i can i can save them i i you know i've i'm scientist boy and i've got stark tech i can use that to fix doc ock i can use that to to heal uh sandman and the lizard and i can use that to 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 cure uh electro and i can use that to cure the goblin that's how this whole problem starts um and you know and for a while the the villains are are on side but obviously you know it's going to be that fucking dastardly defoe is gonna screw everything up (laughs) he's the most (laughs) mental isn't he yeah 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 so uh um yeah, and there's some great moments. I, I really liked the um, uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock almost immediately uh, tears apart um, Peter's costume, but it's full of the Stark nanotech. Yeah. So he absorbs it thinking like, oh, I'll take your nanotech. But the nanotech's actually more sophisticated and ends up kind of disabling him um, and, and kind of taking over him. It's like, well, now I can control you because I've actually got your, the, you've got my nanites in your in your, uh, in your your arms now. Um, so some funny moments. But I, I overall, I actually thought this this ended up being a pretty good movie, to be honest. Uh, I was I was surprised because at first I was like, this is getting really, really messy. But it's got a really satisfying arc. Disliked about his Spider Man is that the Iron Spider stuff barely appears in this. Oh, just such a weird choice to make. Mm. It's. I guess it. It it makes makes sense for the story. Yeah, Uh, it's barely in this. Um, It's in it briefly. Uh, But. yeah, I, I honestly, I, I was quite impressed with this movie. I mean, I, I, I will probably never watch it ever again. I'm not a big yep. superhero person at this point in my life. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was a very well-made movie. Certainly one of the best Marvel movies I've seen in a long time. At least I really um, like Doctor Strange has always been one of my favorite Marvel characters. I love Doctor Strange. Um, he's fine in this. I loved that. I loved the Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange movie. And I thought, you know, you thought he was great in, in stuff that he's been in. Yeah, I'm slightly worried about the next one, though. I think, I think because they, well, we, you can already see, you can already see some of the cameos from the trailer. Yeah, already know, because you know. they've come away with the already with the wrong fucking idea of why that this movie worked, why No Way Home worked. It's just gonna be a fucking mess, I think. Which, which I think, the annoying. villains are villains, mm. and you could argue the. They're really the villains are only there to serve the heroes, right? Because yeah. the, the the villains in this movie, all of their plots were resolved. That's like they're done, right? In those yeah. movies, um, this movie works because I I think not so much Tobey Maguire Spider Man, but Andrew Garfield Spider Man had unresolved story arc. 
Mm. And we get to see that here. If you're going to put Professor X, especially if it's going to be Patrick Stewart's 90-year-old Professor X in a, in a movie, <laughs> that storyline has been done, closed yeah. arc, dead and buried forever. Like, there's no need. There's What, what does it add? That's the thing. What does it substantially add beyond, ooh, there's Patrick Stewart's Xavier, yay, which is a brief pop. What does it really add to the story? And I don't know what it can give you. And I and I don't know what they're planning to give because Patrick Stewart's so old. It will just be, hey, here's the Illuminati version of Iron Man and also here's Xavier and we'll never see him again. It's not like he has to do anything though, is it? He's not really... The good thing about professor x is he's in a chair and he just like holds his head well and, and the other question is patrick has... doesn't do a lot for that does he no and the other thing is patrick stewart he's certainly getting on if i was him honestly if disney came to me and they were like hey do you want to do a mark hamill and give yeah. us a digital appearance and likeness yeah. voice likeness i'd be like yeah man <laughs> i'll take those dollars for you know for a couple more years why not um so uh, you know there is that question i guess is Xavier always going to be Patrick Stewart from now on? Possibly. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what they're going to do with with. Which I think it's Doctor a shame. Like, like McAvoy's. Um... Well, that's what I don't understand. If you're going to bring any over, it should absolutely be Fastbender and McAvoy. Yeah. That's like they were fantastic in the even in as bad as those I... movies got. Yeah. Fastbender was always amazing as Magneto, even in the worst yeah. of those movies, and mm-hmm. so was McAvoy. I thought McAvoy's Xavier had far more of a character yeah. than, than Patrick Stewart's. And I'm not that's not dissing Patrick Stewart. It's the way the character was written. Mm-hmm. Um he was given yeah, far I mean, more is, to do. The, the thing is he got to play the younger The younger version, flawed so. version. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he got, he got a bit more to do. Yeah, but this movie, uh, I thought it was surprisingly good. So I, I would, I would recommend right. Spider-Man: No Way Home if you're a, if you're a, a Marvel fan. I don't know why I'm recommending it though, because if you like it, you've seen it already. Um, <laughs> most people in the world have seen it based on the. Uh, I think this is like the highest-grossing movie of all time now. Well, yeah, apart from when, yes. you, maybe yeah. not when you adjust for inflation, but you Everybody's know, everybody's gone to see it twice. Exactly. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, which is odd. Um, but yeah. So, what else have you watched, Matt? Uh, so. Let's go with Metal Lords. Metal Lords, yes. So this is a Netflix movie, um, and uh, it stars uh, Jaden Martell, uh, Adrian Greensmith, and Isis Hainsworth. So this is your your sort of your coming of age story. Um, it's it's about um, two friends, um, Kevin and Hunter, right? Who um you've got uh kevin who is this sort of he's he's just sort of your typical nerdy sort of teenager who doesn't really have you know have many friends except for hunter and you've got hunter who is just metal hunter is you know he's got the long hair he's got the jackets he's got the studs he's all about the metal so they basically decide you know they've got they, they've kind of got this band well they haven't really got a band but they've kind of got a band and they're sort of goaded into um, doing the uh, the school da- uh, band competition. Oh, right. Apparently, the band competition they, they haven't been one for a number of years, but the the school has this um, reputation that once many years ago there was a uh, 
a guy who went to this school who turned became the lead singer of this amazing metal band uh, and then he's, right. and then he's disappeared okay uh, um I, the name of the band I, escapes me now but um so they so they 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 basically they there's this they go to this party where um this band this sort of school band is playing and they're terrible they're i think they're playing like britney spears covers or something it's not okay but it's it's that sort of sort of thing and the drummer is like stoned out of his face and can't keep time and that you know he's just saying no they suck and all that sort of thing and basically the 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 lead singer of this band at, at this point says you know he said well he says to them we've got a band and they're like oh well hopefully we'll see you in the competition then it's like yeah, we're, we're going to be in the competition. Of course, there's two of them. He plays guitar, and he he kind of he basically makes. I mean, Kevin sort of plays drums, but he he basically says like buys him this fuck off great kit, which is like that is massively unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. But, sure. <laughs> but he buys him this like full on like you know um uh oh for fuck's sake. I mean, we've we've all we've all six fucking you we've, know we've all known kids like this. Not fifty six. Uh, uh, oh, for fuck's sake. Why am I fucking blanking on... Um, oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Just a stupidly huge drum kit, which is completely unnecessary and has too, yeah. too many drums. Anyway, he gives him this, he gives him this like homework list of, of, uh, of bands to listen to, which is like, yes, fucking brilliant. That list is, that list is totally awesome, and I completely love it. Um, so they, they decide that they need some sort of basis or something. They need, they, they need someone else. So enter uh, bass is en- bass is quite important, yeah. Yeah. So enter Emily, who is when you first see her, she is playing. Um, oh, why is she playing? Is it like a? She's playing some sort of um, flute in- instrument. Oh, why? I can't remember what it is now. She's play- she's playing like a wind instrument anyway, and there she's playing it, it doing the marching band stuff. Sure. And the coach basically says the the, the guy says to her. Oh, you're not you're not doing it right. You're doing it out of time, and she completely blows a gasket, causes him a c-word, and throws the um, the instrument at him and runs off. Um, so it's clear that this girl has serious issues, and she does. She has she has um, she's on medication, and she has anxiety, and she has you know all these these issues. But she plays. He 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 while he's practicing his drums one night he hears this cello playing so he goes and he he's he's and he sees her playing this beautiful beautifully played cello and he says do you like heavy metal and she's like i don't know i've never really listened to it and he's sure. like he's like i think you would make a good so, so he basically he gives her he gives her the list and says you know here's some some homework for, for you to do and he tries to persuade his his mate uh, hunter to let her join the band and he is not having it he's he he does this it's actually got a funny scene he's he goes into the, the the class is supposed to be having some sort of um i think they're doing like uh, i think it's like a literature project or something and he comes in and starts talking about the viking sagas and stuff with his guitar and his his amp and he starts talking about like how metal things are and he basically stands over emily playing his guitar you know and, and like just challenging her and stuff and of course she loses her shit and says she you know she'll never join the band um <clears throat> i don't want to spoil anything um it's not a great 
movie, but it is very fun. And if you love metal, you will definitely get a kick out of it. Right. Um, it also has uh, an amazing cameo uh, section where there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to slightly spoil this. There's a bit where does the... Toby Maguire Spider Man turn up? <laughs> yes, Toby Maguire. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so he's he's in the hot tub as a, as a, this dilemma comes up, right. and um, Scotty Not Ian turns up, Tom Morello, um, Kirk Hammett, and the great. The, the fantastic Rob Halford turns up. Oh, nice. And gives him advice. It's fucking brilliant. That's I love awesome. it. <laughs> it's kind of worth watching just for their, oh. their tiny little cameos. And the, I think the music was done by Tom Morello as well. So the you know the, all the setups and stuff was, was all done by Tom Morello. It's, it's a genuinely fun, at times sweet movie. I think that the three mains are really good. Um, the... the, the actress who plays emily is uh she's a scottish actress and she's uh really sweet really uh fun and i like the the i think for the most part they deal with her her, her illness quite well um and it, yeah i think it's like i said it's not the greatest greatest hope um you know coming of age movie but it is really fun and it's definitely metal it's it's got a great soundtrack um and it's it's just fun so i would yeah. recommend it to anybody who likes metal and likes you know, couple of age movies. Yeah, well, I mean, I like both, so uh, maybe, uh, maybe I will give it a go. Well, um, oh, it's one of films I've forgotten most about. Uh, this is not the film that I've forgotten the most about this uh, this episode. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, because Matt reminded me, and <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot I even watched that. Um, <laughs> but last weekend, I watched Scream. Uh, or also known as Five Cream, is how I wanted them to do it. But yeah. they didn't. Um, so, uh, yes. Yeah, so Scream uh, is is back, and it's doing the annoying thing of being called the name of the original movie. Yeah. So it's Scream in brackets twenty twenty two. So it's it's you know it's it's what twenty five years after the first Scream, yeah. um, and still in universe so this is a continuation of of all of that uh this gone before it we're 25 years later after you know the the killing spree um and we we, we open with this high school student called tara she's at home and um it's really weird we, we were watching it and uh the uh she's kind of in her house and the house phone rings and she's on the phone to the the ghost face and yeah. I turned to my housemate and I was like, who the fuck has a landline? Like, and is plugged in these days. Like, she's like, she's like this teenage girl, like talking on a, on a landline to someone. Uh, <laughs> it's really weird. Cause I was like, to be honest, my, I've got a landline connection. Technically I have nothing plugged into it. And if I did, you just get sales calls. That's all that ever happens. Yeah, it's, it's always like Virgin media phoning me. I'm like, exactly. I'm not plugging that in. I, we've, we've got a landline that because of the internet, basically. Yeah, it's right. But I don't have a phone plugged into it. <laughs> like, like it's and there, but you the know, only, the only time it's it gets cheaper there. to have one with I, a landline than not. Yeah, so I only I basically call my mum on it. That's pretty yeah, much right. Yeah, that's yeah, the totally. only person I call on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, luckily, I've, I've, uh, you know, my parents, uh, even my, even my grandmother uses a mobile phone at this point. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, 
yeah, so I was like, that's really weird. But in any case, did you kind of address it a bit? So, yeah, she's got a mobile phone. And, and, and I will say, I have not seen this movie, yeah. but I have seen someone react to this movie. So I've kind of seen it. Okay, I guess that kind of counts. I've seen enough to get the gist of the story. Have you fallen, you've fallen down the YouTube rabbit hole of watching people react? Yeah. To movies so i i do that but i only ever do it with films i've watched because i I'm, I'm always like I oh i love this movie i want to watch someone's first reaction yeah, to seeing here. this amazing and I, scene and, and then i skip through to find like the scenes Batman you know? and spider-man ones and i'm just like no i'm not gonna watch those because i actually do want to watch the movie with this one i just figured fuck it i'm never gonna watch this exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah well like, you know i don't remember whether i've seen the, the previous one i've got a feeling i might have but just don't remember it I, I I was having a bad weekend last week. Uh, weekend yeah. before weekend before last, and uh, no, last weekend I can't remember Easter weekend. Yeah. And my housemate was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I guess he was like, can't get much. Let's good. watch I, some kids I, get carved up. I guess he was like, your weekend can't get much worse than it already is. Do you want to come and watch Scream? <laughs> like, yeah, fine. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so um. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, she's she's got an app on her phone, which I thought was kind of cool, and she can lock the doors and all yeah. That. I saw, that. I saw that. So that, I was that, like, that's, that's cool. cool. That's yep. cool. And um, <clears throat> anyway, she's attacked, but she survives because the police turn up in time because she used the app to notify the police and whatever. So uh, she survives and is in hospital, and that brings her estranged sister home. Uh, and we soon learn that uh, her sister, her father, was uh, Billy Loomis, yeah, the, one of the killers from the original screen. I mean that's a stretch uh not only is it a stretch it gets really bizarre because she has visions she takes pills and yeah. she has hallucinations of billy loomis but she's never met billy loomis she just yeah. knows of him but she has full-on hallucinations of billy looking like i mean he's skeet but he's de-aged to look like he did in okay. in scream but yeah. also obviously it's skeet's voice it's the original actor's voice like i'm like how would she know how he sounds or looks or any, I like re- remember the last time i saw Skeet or reckon anything uh i the last thing i remember seeing him in was jericho which was a tv series i really oh, wish kept I, going that got fucking canned didn't it? i love that that's it was a great show, really good and, show and i was gutted it got canned um i even stuck with that ropey second season that they got because they they, they did yeah. ine- inevitably get a season to cle- to end it but it obviously wasn't enough uh oh. but that's the last time i saw skeet until now um but anyway i i you know it was like that's really weird but whatever i guess that it was just like force a cameo and if if possible um so you know after that we get the you know we're introduced to the the asshole kids that are going to get murdered in this this movie (laughs) and we're all left with the question of who's the killer you know who's who's the killer and um yeah and all and all of that uh we get our legacy characters kind of returning um you know we've got uh was it dewey yeah dewey uh, and Gail, they're yep. they're primarily in it. Um, now, I have I have to say, I love the first screen. I think the first screen. I think the first screen was inventive. I thought it was clever. Uh, I I liked it a lot, um, and, then, and I quite like the, the I quite like the second turns. one. I, the second one is, is still holds up as well. And the, then, the, the, the mainly for the yeah, opening of the second one. I love that cinema opening of the second one. That was really yes. cool. Uh, third one was bad. Fourth one, I don't think I've even seen. I, I'm sure I've seen it. I just don't remember any of it. Yeah, but um, 
So they come back. Obviously, Dewey is now retired from the police, uh, from the police force, but he lives in town, and and they sensibly go to him. Like that's quite sensible for the Dewey. Must have so many like injuries. Oh, he says that he's like, like, I am not getting involved. I have got like he's like he's like I've got nine stab wounds. I can barely walk. Like I'm not getting involved. Uh, obviously he gets involved but you know um, you know he's going to but um, and then like there's a scene and and honestly it was so long before Sydney turns up in this movie properly yeah that I actually said to my housemate I was like have they literally done this because if they've done what I think they've done this is fucking brilliant but they didn't right so there's a scene in this movie where no 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 so Gail phones Sydney that yeah. would have been fucking cool if she'd gone mental and actually like yeah uh, that would have been awesome uh no no so gail phoned sydney and there's a shot where where uh you know sydney's there at her house way outside of of, of woodsboro is it woodsboro or something like that yeah um way outside of there and uh gail's like killer's back and and sydney's like yeah i know i saw and and she's like you know have you got have you got a gun and she's like i'm sydney prescott of course i got a fucking gun uh, <laughs> and she's like you know just don't come you should stay away and sydney's like yeah i'm not coming fuck that and then and then like literally for like 90 percent of the rest of the movie she's not in it and i was like honestly if they got like neve back for a cameo just to be like yeah i'm not coming fuck off i was like that would be such a brilliant fucking bait that would be so funny if they actually did that to where it was like she's just in it for five minutes just to be like yeah i'm not coming it's not that (laughs) but she does turn up eventually um so yeah the, so the story can you know off it goes and you know I, I will say for this movie it's got some great gory kills i was i was quite impressed with how gory some of the, the the kills were in this movie um and i get what it was trying to do obviously scream has always been a commentary mm-hmm. on on pop culture or horror the first movie um yeah. and it's kind of you know as it as it's progressed um and this movie tries to do the same, and I can see what it was trying to do, and to an extent it works. I, I do think this film tries to be way more clever than it actually is, and it gets way too meta for its own good. Because um, you've obviously got the stab movies as well, right? In yeah, canon, yeah. they made movies. There was a book that Gale wrote, and then there was movies based on the books with many sequels, and the sequels have got crap. So yeah. the point of this movie is the is the reboot that's the or the the you know the 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 kind of uh sequel reboot yeah that's the point of this movie and it's commentary on that and um and 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 ultimately this 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 film is about toxic fanboy fangirls right it, it's yeah. the it's the star wars fans that, that yeah. hated uh rise of skywalker and um uh, last jedi right it's that's that's effectively what we've got here and that's and terrible old assholes there's 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 wankers uh it's 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 that and and i could kind of you know it's it's one of those things when i saw it i i like i rolled my eyes and i was like oh for fuck's sake really but then the more i thought about it afterwards the more i was like actually like that is kind of what you would expect scream to do as a series anyway so it it kind of works um i I think my main issue with this movie is that it tries to get way too clever for its own good and it's not very clever it's quite dumb um characters are really (laughs) dumb i do not know if anyone has watched this movie please explain to me how the fuck the hospitals work in the fucking scream universe because there's a girl who has been stabbed multiple times in bed in a hospital the killer 
manages to cut the power to the ward. There's no one on the ward. There's no one's even remotely <laughs> bothered about it. Later on, there's a killer literally walking the fucking ward, running after her as she screams, and there's no one there. And I'm like, what? Who is it's, working at this hospital? I, I was going to say, are, are they in the uh, Halloween 2? Uh, yeah, like, no, <laughs> no, honestly, it was worse than that. I was like, this is worse than Halloween 2. Uh, it's really weird. I, um, think I think that's one of the funniest things about a lot of horror movies. Is like, the, the hospital scenes are clearly done by people who've never been in a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely uh it was it was bizarre um so that was that was quite quite contrived and and silly all of the hospital stuff um but it has got some cool some good uh kills in it uh i just thought it was very lackluster i'm very like i mean some of the acting in this is so bad is this it now are they are are we done probably not I mean, did it do well? I, I don't know what the box I office did. Well. I, I think the answer to that is just basically how did the box office do? Yeah. Uh, if it did well enough. Let's have a look. I'll have a look right now. Because, um, again, I had to I had to get Wikipedia open to remind myself what happened in this film. So, uh, oh, it only had a budget of 24 million, box office of 140 oh, well, million. So probably, <laughs> there'll probably be another one. Was it Blumhouse? Yeah, they've all been Blum, haven't they? Because that's yeah, that's Blumhouse numbers, isn't it? So yeah, that's that makes sense. Then in that case, they're, they're definitely yeah. Good. Sixth film is officially greenlit on uh, February twentieth. <laughs> there you go, then. And of course, Cox is confirmed her involvement because I guess she's got nothing better to do at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, it, it's not uh, it's not the worst. It's not fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh well, that's uh, you know it, it's it's got some moments. Uh, I know my friend Jay fucking hated it, like he <laughs> hated it, which is why I put it off because I was going to be watching it for the last the last time we were doing this review show. I was having a very bad week, and I messaged Jay and I was like, Jay, I'm having a really bad week. I've been given a copy of Spider Man, and I've been given a copy of Scream, and I've already seen Spider Man. And like, is it just going to make my day worse if I watch Scream? And he's like, Don't watch it. I was like, okay, I won't. So I didn't. But then my, my housemate was like, hey, let's watch it. I was like, all right, fine, you know, fine. Um, and we got takeaway. It was it was all right. Was always, yeah. yeah, food passed the. You got take out, takeaway out of it. That's good. Yeah, it was all right. Um, so yeah, I, I it's not the worst. I don't think it's even the worst scream movie. It might be. It's 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 not great. Although I really the don't remember. Fact four. I don't remember five. Probably means that five. Four, was four, worst. yeah, four. Uh, I don't remember four either. I, I literally do not remember what happened in four. So four might be worse. But um, yeah, it, it's 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 okay. Like I said, it tries to be way more clever than it is, and uh, some massive logic holes, some terrible acting. Uh, but you do get those legacy characters back if that's what you want. Um, yeah. and you know the the social commentary is there. I can see what they were trying to do, even though I don't think they succeeded very well. So. Um... Oh God! I just remembered the opening of four. Oh, what happens? That might remind you. It's got you. Kirsten Bell in it. It's and um, Hayden uh, Panettiere in it, and it's it's one of those like trick openings. Oh, okay. It's yeah, it's fucking awful. Do you know? I have a feeling I've never watched it. I, I think I was so nonplussed by three, I might have even skipped four. I'm going to have to watch it now and find out. <laughs> I don't think I'm bothered. I'll we'll find out I which is saw, worse. I saw number one not that long ago. and The first one's still I, great. It still holds up really well. still a good well. movie. I rewatched them a couple of years ago. I rewatched uh, one to three. Mm. And I, I was really impressed with one still. I think Scream's a great movie. And the second one, I think there's enough in there that, that really works. Uh, yeah. Particularly that opening I'm a big fan of. Um but yeah, then the third one was was rubbish, and uh, and I'm 
Right, which sure, the, the fourth which one. Which one did Jay and Bob turn up in? That is three, I think. Is that three? I, remember, I, remember, I think it might basically be basically remember that. Yeah, I remember that cameo, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, anyway, what else have you been watching, Matt? Uh, so uh, I watched uh, Choose or Die. Choose or Die. So this is another Netflix movie. Mm. Uh, it's directed by Toby Meekins. Uh, stars uh, Lola Evans, Asa Butterfield, uh, and Angela Griffiths. Uh, Griffin, sorry. And it's also got sort of appearances by um, uh, oh, fuck's sake, what's his bloody name? Um, I don't know. Oh, for fuck's sake, my brain. <laughs> so worried, dude. Does this all the bloody time? Um, Eddie Marzan. Okay. Uh, so. Um, it's also got Robert England in it. It's like, Robert England's in it. He is not in this movie. His voice is in this movie. Okay. Uh, so, basically... You... Maybe they, when he was doing... Isn't he in Stranger Things? Maybe they were like, well, while, while yeah, you're here, he do you mind talking into this mic and saying a few words? Yeah. So, this is... this. Uh, you're introduced to Eddie Marsden's character, who um, it, he's... Looks like he's he's one of those he's one of those sad people who collects eighty stuff, um, and <laughs> uh, he has got this this wife and son who are having this argument in the background, and he looks like he's a bit of a put upon husband, and he goes into his room where he's got a great big Freddy Krueger poster on the wall, and he's got lots of, of old tech and and things, and sounds he, like a good dude. <laughs> yeah, so he's got this um, in a job lot he bought this uh computer game uh from the 80s called cursed <laughs> okay and uh he basically boots it up so is this like a creepy pasta in real life kind yes. of thing in, yeah. in movie form okay yeah kind of like that that's cool so he, i can get with that he basically the he loads up and the computer says the the he gets this all the intro and you get you know all the old you get the like the old load up and everything the dos yeah yeah Squeely, screechy load up which is fantastic um and it it says oh you're in a cave and it says you oh it's a text adventure is it okay yes text adventure nice and um it says oh you it, it it he reaches for his bottle of beer and it comes up on the screen what he's doing so it says Oh, oh, so it's copying what he's doing in real gives him, life. Gives him the question, do you reach for another or not? And it says, choose or die. So he says, I reach for another one. And miraculously, another beer appears next to his empty bottle. And then it says, it, it ramps it up. You can hear his, his wife and his kid arguing in the next room. And... um. Like the, the stereo comes on, Gary Newman comes on, and the screeching is, and all this sort of stuff happens, and it says, uh, "His tongue or her ears, choose or die." <laughs> oh God! And he doesn't make the, he's he's like, you know, tries to put it off, and uh, this screeching sound starts, and it starts hurting his ears, and he's sort of covering, and he chooses, and he goes into the next room, and his wife has cut his son's tongue out. Wow. So, I'm, I'm spoiling a little at the beginning, but this no, no, is no, that's cool. You're setting up the premise. I, under, I understand now what. So the, basically, uh, yeah. um, the, the I mean, I assumed the rest of the movie wasn't just going to be, "Do you want another beer or not?" Yeah, <laughs> choose yeah. or die. <laughs> yeah. So the the basically the the computer game gives him 
the option ultimatums and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it gives him the option of um dying continuing no continuing or make or stopping the game and making copies oh uh, it's like the ring kind of deal yeah yes yeah, so you've okay. got that ring that sort of slight ring element to uh-huh it. Which is presumably how he ended up getting a copy. Someone's made. No, a copy he bought it in a job log. He bought he bought it in a in a, in a box of. Okay. Stuff. So he sort of reawakened this. Yeah. Yeah. Curse thing. So then you're sort of introduced. Make to... copies for who? Because like I mean I well, I mean I'm one I'm one of the only fucks that's still got a Commodore 64 lying around. Who yeah. who who else in the world? You know I'm like okay I'll make well, I'll make copies. <laughs> There's lots of there's a lots of people that have got like you have got them. So you just I guess you he. So does he have to pass the copy on, or can he just make a copy and just be like, well, well there's copies made. He he. I mean, I'm guessing he just set, makes copies and puts them out there somehow. Right. Uh, uh, you're introduced to Kayla, who is working in a um, as a cleaner in a big in a great big building, um, and uh, she has got this. Uh, a mother who's played by Anne Griffith, who is, who's, you know, she's on crack, and they're in this, you know, um, terrible apartment building, and it's it's all very usual generic stuff sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And she has this friend played by Buzzfield called Isaac, who is mate. He's a, like a, I think he's a programmer. He's making a he's making a game, and he clearly loves her. She sort of likes him, but not that much sort of thing. Um, but he. Is making a uh, one of his characters looks like her sort of thing, and he they I'm, I can't remember whether he's got it or he ends up with a thing, but she takes it away and she uses it and she's she transfers it to her laptop sort of thing, and she's playing she um, she's in a diner, and it basically give, gives her the same sort of things coffee or cake, and then it obviously spirals into something hideous. Yeah, happening. And you know, from there, you they they have to they make they it, it basically as soon as you made the, the, the decision, like the the whole idea of this is that there was a prize. If you if you beat the game, you get a like a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, or something stupid like that, right? <coughs> Which was one of those things that they used to do on those, you know, those those old a lot of some of those old yeah. games sort of you know prizes if you if you mm-hmm. beat it yeah. first and you can prove you right beat, in and beat tell the game. Us, yeah. yeah prove that you could beat the game you got you you won the prize and apparently and i don't know how true this is some of those prizes are still unclaimed and actually claimable apparently some i, mean, I don't know whether this again like this, this is true but somebody claimed a prize not that long ago yeah that's what he says anyway whether that's true well I sometimes the the but, you know I, I think richard garriott still gives out prizes for ultima if you actually contact yeah. him you know i think some of some of those old programmers have still got such a passion and still got the stuff lying around they're like yeah sure i'll send you some signed stuff at least or something you know yeah um so yeah so that from there that you know you, you they go on and they find out more about it and stuff like that right so what i will say is it's it i kind of enjoyed it i'm kind of digging the premise it's it's a it's a you know it's a it, it's a premise that we've seen before in, yeah in sure movies um it the the one thing it does that annoys the crap out of me which I, and I do not understand why they've done it but it's clearly english and they're doing american oh uh, okay they're yeah. trying to make england america yeah and they're trying to make all the i don't know about the act the, the main actress i don't know whether she might actually be american but everybody else 
um, is English doing American. And even Eddie Marzan's American accent isn't great. And mm. he's a great actor. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what there, there's actually, from my point, from, for me, I don't, there's nothing in the movie that says it needs to be set in America. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long time since movies, you know, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. To America, you know, like fucking Hellraiser did, you know, Hellraiser. Sure. They made it American because they thought because that it would was appeal to a wider audience. And, yeah, it would make you know it would make more sense. People would watch it more if it was American. Americans love British stuff these days. It's That's fine, the thing. You, know. you don't need to anymore. That you know, there's there's no fucking reason for it. And it's really fucking annoying. Um, but it's kind of fun. Um, there are some nice visuals in it. Uh, there's one particular. Um, fast, uh, fast forward, re- rewind um, scene, which I'm not going to spoil, but I really liked that. I thought that was really well done and okay. really interesting. Um, there are some quite tense moments with with um, there's a, a scene with her where she's um, because the, the, basically the computer gets, gives you it gives you the choice, and once you've made the big choice, it then says same time tomorrow. Right. So then you, 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 it basically turns itself back on the same time the next day and gives you the next okay. choice. Um, and the, the, the second choice is is to do with her mother and where she is. And, and presumably people are too scared to unplug it or anything. Oh, no, they, they can't. They, they try that. Okay. The, the thing itself, it, it alters reality. So it's... Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, it, it, they, they, you know, they, they do all the unplug it and try and smash it and but it still sure. you know, works. okay um <laughs> the, the, the 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 second test for her with her mother in and uh, their flat is is actually i thought quite well done it's you you don't see anything sort of thing as it as it is but she's sort of directing her mother and it i thought that was quite well done it was it was, it was quite a nice little scene um yeah it was it was an interesting enough little throwaway horror movie sure so I, I kind of, I kind of recommend it if you, if you just, you know, want to sit and watch a little, you know, a couple of beers and a, a like I said, a couple of beers and a takeaway. It's fun enough. Sure. It's, it was all right. Hmm. Well, should we talk about the film that I forgot I even watched? Let's yes. do that. Uh, so do we were preparing for this show mm-hmm. just before we started, and uh, and Matt said, "Oh." I watched Snake Eyes. Uh, he was like, oh, I watched Snake Eyes. And I was like, holy shit. I had done prep for this show. I watched Snake Eyes on Saturday night. And I just, I prepped for the show. I forgot I even watched it. <laughs> and it was like literally a few days ago. It's Monday. Yeah. And I'd forgotten that I watched this movie. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Snake Eyes from what I remember of it. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, this movie. <laughs> So let's. So I used to have the toys. Yes. I mean, I mean, we're English, so it used to be Action Force, not GI Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I and I read uh, quite a lot of the the original comics, mm-hmm. so I know of Snake Eyes' origins, and I, and I know the, you know the stuff with Storm Shadow and how you know that that went on. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming this movie is an accurate depiction of that. They totally do their complete <laughs> fucking own thing. <laughs> It's just 
doesn't bear any fucking resemblance <laughs> whatsoever uh-huh. to the original story. Uh, and I, I'm not quite sure why they made some of the decisions. One of the main decisions they made, which just pisses me off because it's, one of the, again, one of those fucking things, um, they decided to make him Asian as opposed to a white guy. And the annoying thing for me is that the, the people behind this movie said, we've fixed the character. We fixed the problems with the character. Okay. Who the fuck uh, is, says that shit? Like, oh, we fixed the problems. There was no problem with this fucking character. The guy who created him is an Asian. He's a, the guy who created him is... is, is oh, that's what they think is the problem, is that he was white. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, to be honest, I, I was going to say, I, I like... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know the source material, so, so I don't know... I, I didn't know that he was a white guy and is now yeah. Asian. What I will say is they didn't fucking fix the character because the character in this movie is terribly written. Oh, <laughs> it's, the writing in this awful. this film is so bad. Uh, one of the weirdest decisions, not only just making him, I mean, fine, make him Asian. Fine, yeah. that's okay. Like, yeah. But the weirdest decision is they, they're not soldiers. I mean, originally they were Vietnam soldiers, so I understand they didn't want to do but, but this is like but a weird like of, near future of... thing you could just make up a war can't you yeah there are plenty of wars around that they could have been in you know and and but... wasn't like i mean i god i i haven't watched that gi joe movie since it no, came out but terrible as well but they were like don't they fun at least it was fun but but didn't they have like he was like from iraq war i think I think so. I'll say Iraq War, like they they pick him up and yeah. then he becomes, you know, uh so I they could have just done that, couldn't they? They could have just both been in the Iraq yeah. War as well, and that would have made sense. I I don't know. Because or just they... make a war up. It's it's a it's a nonsense future world, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you don't yeah, you don't need to make it properly it just seemed a bit weird that they decided not to make them soldiers, but mm. you know. Um so Ray Parks played him in the in the other two, which which was which was cool. Um, so yeah, they make him they make him a, a, an age guy, which is like I said, not really not a problem. It just uh, it annoys me when they say. Well, I mean, you 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 have that. Well, a yes, and and b, <laughs> you you have the the kind of history of the character that that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, maybe he always was. I don't know, <laughs> you know, like I I don't have that knowledge. Um, so they, they he basically uh, you get his his origin where his his father was. You don't know really much about his father other than the fact that he. He's clearly on the run from something. Yeah, they're hiding out, and then some—is uh, he Russian? I don't really know whether he was Russian or not. He was. I, I generic bad guy number one. Yeah, I, 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 I was just yeah, I was like yeah, random assassin dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ger- generic bad guy number one turns up, and and it was very generic bad guy. I must yeah. admit, yeah, murders his dad, and he gets away, and then oh no then- no no, but they have to do the thing. Oh, what the the they have to do the thing how, how how you can't have a snake eyes movie without explaining how he gets his name yeah they have to do the thing the so dice, so the it? villain rolls the dice and he's like you roll you roll the dice and and if you well i'll let you live or something i'm like you're the worst assassin ever right? so have, if he, have if you if ever he... danced with the devil by the pale moonlight is my <laughs> yeah but he's like hey i'll let you live if you roll the right and i'm like really you're an assassin like what if he rolls a double six then you're like okay you're free. Well, like, I get, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Like, you're free. That's fine. I'll go well, tell. I'll go yeah, tell my they're, boss that. Like, clearly fixed though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Obviously. I um, mean, it's like no country field man. He's got that going, and he, he does. does. 
he doesn't kill that dude. No, he doesn't. But we learn that this guy works for other people. So it like, yes. you know, yeah, um, no, he's just terrible at his job. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, he rolls snake eyes, uh, which and then he kills his, his father. So that, that, you know, obviously that's how he gets the name snake eyes. Um, you know, it's, it reminded me instantly of um, of Solo. Oh, it was like, it's like, what? What should I put as your last name? It's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own. But I have. And this seen is a prequel. Scene. This is a prequel to A New Hope, so uh, I'll go with Solo. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it, it I, felt yeah, like that. I've not still haven't seen that movie. I don't want to see that movie, but I have seen that scene, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so basically, you get years later, and he's now. Sorry? He's a thug. Yes, he's now basically low-level Yakuza type, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's, and this oh, terrible bad guy, number two. <laughs> and, uh, the, the annoying thing is, is that all the actors in this are really good actors. Yeah, they are, actually. I love um, Andrew Koji uh, is in the series War- uh, Warrior, yeah. which is based on the, the Kung Fu sort of series. Um, which is really, really good, and he is brilliant. I love him in it. He's playing Storm Shadow in this, and even he just can't hold your attention. No, I, I will admit, I, I am, I am not one for looking at my phone or messing about when I'm watching a movie. I like to watch a movie and just be absorbed by the movie. Yeah. This movie, I was doing my shopping. I was like, you know, I was like ordering groceries. It's like it lost me. It lost me so many times. This movie, honestly. He basically this the generic bad guy number two tells him that he 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 can find his father's killer if he does this job for him with no proof. Yeah, zero proof. He's just like, yeah, I can find a random guy who killed your dad twenty I, years I ago. I can find anybody, yeah. <laughs> like, how long ago did he kill him? How would you know? Where do you even begin? Like, okay, I'll just take you at face value. I will just take it that you can find my father's killer with no information or knowledge. Okay. And from there, you get that you know he does the thing with with the ghost of Tommy, and he's basically he helps Tommy out and he sort of takes his, seems to take his his side but of but course it's all done in the the you know yeah. in service of the other yakuza boss who yep. is going to tell him allegedly who who killed his father um, can, you've got fucking Was in this fucking movie i know and i mean it, oh he's just thrown away it's like what oh please don't do this it's like and the thing is, is every what I, there's so many other things I find annoying about this film, but one of the things I find annoying about this film is some of the fight scenes are quite well done. The yeah, some camp, of the some of the the training the ones are pretty good. Terrible and yeah. the fucking. What is it with the weird fucking lens flare at the first half of the movie? They tone it down as it goes on. Thank fuck. But the first <laughs> fight in the in the with the was it warehouse or wherever the fuck it is. The lens flare is so distracting. It's like Jesus Christ, is this JJ Abraham's fucking movie? I feel what? like as I get older, like and unless it's really well made, I tend to start switching off as action scenes start going. <laughs> it's just like, oh <laughs> yeah. okay. I, I, I can't say I noticed the lens flare, but some I, of them they, some of them were utter trash. Some of the fight scenes were really bad. And then 
you know, one would pick up and you'd be like, oh, this is actually quite a good fight scene. Yeah, some of the training stuff was actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I just remembered the fucking ana- CGI anacondas. Yeah. I'd forgotten about those until well, this uh, moment. He, he gets these, so, like, randomly, Storm Shadow, after five minutes of meeting this guy, says, oh, he's not, sorry, he's called Tommy, not Storm Shadow, yeah, he's not. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Tommy randomly says, oh, I want him to be a, 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 a he's seen my life, I want him to be a member of my clan. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, fine. Um, he gets so there's only one character that's properly suspicious of it. The um, the the, he, um, the girl who works know, the yes. Oh, Becky, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is this like head of security? Yeah. Um, who seems terrible at her job. Um, <laughs> and this, you know, they do these. They've got these tests, and they again, you know, the first ones with Ecoas. With this bowl test, which is like, well, that's obvious what you've got to do there, but never mind. <laughs> um, and then, the, but the third test with the snakes was like, what the fuck? Those is... those CGI snakes are some of the worst CGI I've seen in a long time. Is it, also gets me is like he says that they're anacondas, the giant anacondas, and then they open their mouths and have these huge fangs. I know. So like, like, I'm like, they're not anacondas. Like huge fangs if they're anacondas. They're they're not anacondas. They are. <laughs> And that, yeah, that whole thing with the, the giant snake was like, <laughs> I, I don't remember there being giant snakes in the, in the, uh, the, the, the stuff with, with snake, uh, snake eyes. But I mean, it was funny. Fine. And uh, the, the, the thing with the jewel as well, the whole... Right, so there's a jewel that gives... So you basically you, a laser gun sort of thing. Yeah, it? I didn't really get that. They were They were determined to get this jewel. Um, but yeah. at no point did I really see the power of the jewel, other than if you point it at someone, they'll burst into flames. But I'm and like, you could, yeah. you could just use a gun. Well, he, I think it's it's supposed to be it's a gem from the sun goddess, isn't it? It's, um, sure, I got Zamasarata. that from the fire and stuff. Samasarata. But it doesn't seem that powerful. In a movie like this, you're like, oh my god, it, it's gonna block out the sun, or it's gonna like kill it, it everyone. Does disintegrate and... people. Yeah, it does, That's but like powerful. <laughs> All right, so it disintegrates. Because in in turn, that made me think. Well, how do you beat that? He just points at you and thinks, and you blow sh- up. Shoot him in the back of the head. I mean, the, well, there is that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the thing is, though, it was like at no point did it seem any more dangerous than a machine gun. <laughs> so I was like, well, I mean, all right, you won't get vaporized if you're shot with a machine gun, but you will die pretty concisely. Um, I, I was like, it doesn't seem that dangerous, but they were they were determined to get this thing. Um, the thing and that the got there's so many weird sort of little fucking decisions as well, like the thing with the oh he's gonna be the he's gonna remember the clan, and then well I thought he was gonna join the clan and and change his mind and take their side and, and yeah yeah and it's weird because he betrays them he actually does yeah. betray them yeah he steals it and then they forgive him they're just like okay fine yeah like, what <laughs> what doesn't make sense they they forgive him. And then banish Storm, Storm Shadow, Shadow because he used the gem. And also, he made a vow never to use the stone. Yeah, but I'm sure they made. The, they also made a vow to never betray you, and yeah. you forgave the guy that did that. <laughs> the new dude who you just who stole the fucking thing in the first place and caused all of the deaths, right? Made, so yeah, all of the people who died, then just to get vaporized, your castle to be on fire. Pretty much, her entire clan got killed death. or vaporized. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, because of him she just yeah. forgives him and then but then she's like yeah but fuck you yeah she's like you can stay here but you're you're never you've you're stripped of title yeah you're never going to be the head of the clan 
So he fucks off and basically becomes Storm Shadow. And, and I again, don't blame him at that you point. Get, um, Samara Weaving is Scarlet, who has some funny lines. But, and you've got Ursula Cabero, I think it is. Baroness. It's the Baroness. Again, you're like, you've got the Baroness and Scarlet, who are characters I really love. Yeah. Massively underused. It's like they're barely any point of well i mean yeah i mean she's just there to be like uh, something something cobra organization yeah something something cobra and then the other one's sexy growly bad girl yeah and then the other one's only there just so that right at the end she could be like hey i'm a joe i would yeah i'm 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 could be a joe Joe. too (laughs) oh man it was so bad it's terrible uh so i am bad. reminded I mean, of the anaconda scene i'm reminded of the fight on motorbikes oh god the which is real bad the the, the fight scene on the motorbikes when they're on the the truck yeah that's the bit they're on they're on they're on a the the, the, the um was it the car uh yeah it's the like carrier. a the, car the, the, carrier. The, the carrier yeah yeah they're on that there is no momentum to that fight. Nothing. There is no feel that they're on a moving vehicle. No, there, there's, there's no, no motion, that, is there? No. It, you know, the, the, the CGI was terrible as well. And the, the, it's like, oh, I mean, okay, it's a G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. It's good, you know, it, it's going to be silly. Of course it is. Can I say as well, I, I, I mean, just as a... This is probably a really pointless... Uh, observation but i i i see that it's called snake eyes and i was kind of expecting him to like dress like snake eyes but like until like he doesn't well, that entire movie until the very it's, end of the movie it's gi joe origins isn't it so it's sure become snake eyes didn't he also <laughs> though i think at the end i'm sure in the movie uh the gi joe movie now I've, i don't know gi joe lore to know if this yeah. is what he's like Mm. I thought in the G.I. Joe movie, he had taken a vow of silence. Um, he can't speak. Okay, um, so, so I guess that happens after this. He, um, so the they're in a, they were in a, heli- a helicopter crash, and um, he saved Scarlet, um, but basically he got facial uh, scarring and his vocal cords got cut. So he can't speak. Okay. So in an in an origin, because there are origin stories, and he speaks in yeah, you know, in the in the in the in those okay in those stories. But later, Snake Eyes doesn't speak because he can. That okay. So that that's fine. Fine. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I was expecting that to be a thing. I was like, yeah. When is he gonna lose his voice or or not? You know, or whatever. But that never happened. So fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This was, was very forgettable. That was that was fine. I didn't mind that he did that he spoke and that because mm. that's that's stuff that they could lead up to. But you know, the the main choices of not having him be a soldier and having this weird and having him basically his... be the villain of the movie until the yeah, very he end. He's not. It's yeah, all even, his even fault. Then, it's all his he fault. Has, he has a redemption that he doesn't fucking deserve. Yeah, I mean, basically, what the, what should have happened, right? He betrays he betrays the clan yeah right and steals I mean, fair, a weapon of great power yeah. Yeah, yeah he doesn't even pass it actually you're right he doesn't <laughs> even pass the test but they let him off but then 
he steals this this weapon he betrays the clan he steals this weapon of ultimate power that leads to the opposing clan coming in and slaughtering absolutely fucking everybody except for the boss and like a couple of other people right yeah you you decimated this clan i mean as a clan they're fucked now like you've won the battle but your clan is decimated, so well, you're you, basically over. Slightly in the origin, in the original, um, they 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 fight together in the Vietnam War, and when they come back, um, I think Snake Eyes' father dies in a car accident or something, and I think that's also linked to Cobra Commander's history as well. Cobra Commander's I think brother was in the car or something or, or other like that. Right. So Cobra Commander wants Snake Eyes dead, and. He sends, I think it's uh, Zatan, Zatana, Zatana, yeah, to kill Snake Eyes. But Snake Eyes, he doesn't kill. He accidentally kills Hardmaster, and he uses, I think, Storm Shadow's arrow or something. He uses something to do with that Storm Shadow, and I think so. Then Storm Shadow gets blamed for the murder, and they disband the clan, and Storm Shadow then joins Cobra. Uh, but okay. Gets, he gets redeemed later. He becomes a, a good guy. I think later on he gets fucking brainwashed again. But he he, he gets... <laughs> as, as happens in you know, comic. Yeah, land. exactly. He gets, um, I think he, he but now, again, so but. he's betrayed the clan. He's ca- caused the decimation of this clan. Whether they won the battle or not, they're they're no longer really a clan. Is is like four people a clan? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Right? Well, I guess you can... Yes, I suppose yeah, so. Technically, it's as yeah. small as you can get. Yeah. It's it's the smallest group of people you can get where the police will still break you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so there's barely, there's probably more than that. There's barely any of them left anyway. Loads of them get slaughtered. Yeah. What should have happened is at the end of the movie, after he's done that and helped them, she should just cut his fucking head off yeah. and been like, you betrayed us. Fuck you. Absolutely. Like, you, you still led Absolutely. to the death of pretty Say, much everyone. You're now one of us and give him a suit. No. I might. I would have even accepted. Like, okay, you can. You can. You've regained some. You've regained some honor. We're still going to kill yeah. you, but you've regained honor before you die. Yeah. But no. And then to turn around to Storm Shadow and just be like, "But you, you son of a bitch, who used that weapon in self-defense, get out!" Like what? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, the, the thing is, is that this this felt like a very generic uh, ninja movie. Yeah, it did. It did. Felt like one of those throwbacks to sort of like you know um, American Ninja or mm-hmm. you know, and it, it it it's not even a very good one of those. <laughs> it's just not a very good movie. At well, all. I mean, you you mentioned them talking about fixing the character of Snake Eyes, and and I mm. guess they you know in in doing that they decided to give him Asian origin, yeah. uh, rather than being a white guy. Um, but then it's like, okay, but if you're gonna fix the, if you're gonna fix what you see are our uh, cultural insensitivities, then yeah. then you should have done better with the culture of the clans in the movie and the the history of the clans in the movie, because that all feels terribly disrespectful. Like you said, it feels like a terrible American, you know, back in the uh, the eighties when everything yeah. was like, you know, ninja this, ninja that, and you're like, I might as well be watching like, I don't know. The thing is, I think this this movie did fucking really well. I think it did. did it? I, yeah, I think it did really well. Well, I guess people just want some cheap escapism or something. You know, yeah. kids will love it. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think they're probably going to do a, a, a sequel, but I will not watch a sequel to this. 
I do well. I I I I forgot I'd watched this, so um, I can't imagine. <laughs> I might watch it because I might have forgotten how bad this was by the time it comes around. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I mean, it's this, even with the even with the security guard woman. It's like she suddenly she goes from thinking he's a dickhead and being mistrustful of him to just suddenly going, "Oh, I'm on his side now," and she saves him from the snakes and stuff. You think why? Yeah, and then it's kind of teased that she's in love with him magically all of a sudden. Yeah. And and then she realizes that he is everything she thought he was, but she lets him go anyway. Yeah. It's like, what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a terrible film. No, do not terrible, see Terrible, terrible film. It's not good. But anyway, I think that... Is that it? Is that everything? I think that's... that's we're we're caught up. We're all caught up. Um, but we did watch some good movies this uh, this time. Yeah. We, we, you know... Um, so, uh, yeah. The Northman, I will definitely be Everybody checking Everybody can out. see The Northman. Um, and, and like I said, if you're into the comic book stuff, Spider-Man, I thought was a great movie. I'm sure you've already seen it. But, you know... Uh, I, I thought it was great. Um, so, yeah, there we go. What are we going to watch next time, Matt? I have not decided yet. Okay, it will be I a think horror-y, Something horror Okay. I'm not sure yet. I haven't quite decided. I, I'll get back to you on that one. All right. It'll be a mystery for next um, time. There's a, there's a couple of things I did want to bring up. Sure. Um, they did a teaser, and I mean teaser for the title, for the next Dungeons & Dragons movie called uh, <laughs> Honor Among Thieves. Is, is Will Wheaton in it? I don't think Jeremy so. Jeremy Irons coming back. No. It's got uh, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Justice Smith, uh, Hugh Grant. So, meh. Uh, yeah. It's directed by the guy did uh, Game Night, Jonathan Goldstein. And I like Game Night. I thought it was really good. Um, basically, it sounds like it's... Uh, it looks like it's going to be in Ferun, so there's an there's a harper in it. Okay. Sounds like ex harper turned thief escapes from prison with his partner, a female barbarian, and reunites with a no tongue wizard and a druid. Uh, Not Will Wheaton. It was Justin Whalen, wasn't it? In the in the original. Dungeons oh yeah, Dragons. Justin Whalen. Yeah. Well, he is very much like Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah. They're they're practically the same in my head. Um, but yeah. Um, part of me does does kind of wish they'd do the uh the old um the old cartoon of them getting on a on a on a ride and you know <laughs> i would it. so be up for that but the thing so cool. is, that's if gonna be wanna, like you know it's like jumanji now isn't it yeah so, it kind of is actually it kind of would be just, jumanji. just a bit of a shame that's true but that i love that bloody cartoon that cartoon was fucking awesome it was fun yeah um, um yeah that's so, interesting anyway i'm I, i'm quite excited for the idea actually if yeah uh, i mean to be, as long as it's better than those it cannot be worse than Dungeons and Dragons. The no, movie. that's not possible. That movie was fucking awful. Oh. Ugh. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, the one that might uh, appeal to you. Uh, so the um, uh, the uh, guy behind John uh, John Wick uh, writer Derek uh, Kolstad is working on a script for a Streets of Rage movie. I heard this. Um, I am quite excited for that, especially, you know, if you're going to get... Presumably the John Wick director is going to make it violent. Yeah. Which we need. Um, I've always said, when you think about Streets of Rage... Yep. One of the the characters who gets the, the most shit is Skate. Yeah. Right? But when you yep. think about it, Skate's got some really good moves. Not only has Skate got some really good moves, but like 
I feel like most of his moves are fatal. I mean, you're getting kicked in the head <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... with skates. <laughs> like, that That kid has murdered a lot of people. Um, it's even worse for the dude, for the bionic dude. Like the bionic dude, like, yeah. I forget his name. Oh. He was always kind of rubbish, so I never played as him very much. Like, he people, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> But I really hope, you know, if they can get the, some of the music in there and, and, yeah. and they go with that. I, I think, I, funny enough, I was told about this the day we were recording the Escape from New York review. All right, cool. And I said, I was like, do you know, it would be perfect if you can get someone that gets that kind of vision, that Escape from New York kind of thing. That's yeah. the vibe I very much get. Because you've, yeah. you've yeah. got the weird gangs and the, the weird, you know, the, the like kind of dystopian nightmarish future that they're in um yeah, and also by the way if you've ever if you ever uh watched the the intro to uh to any of the streets of rage games it's yeah. hilarious because <laughs> they're all uh they're all ex-cops but the the oldest one of them is about 19 yeah they're all like they're all kids but they're all ex-cops yeah it's yeah. amazing they, they were on the job for all of five minutes but yeah yeah like literally <laughs> they retired like a day later yeah i know i'm excited for it though i think it could be really fun you know um gone are the days of of like fearing video game adaptations you know sonic was for the most part yeah for the most Um, part we've had some we've had some better video game adaptations let's not talk about the uh uh, silent hill yes silent hill (laughs) or resident evil Um, yeah resident evil let's not talk about i still haven't watched that movie actually that was a movie i was going to review wasn't it it was forgot about that I actually don't mind the first Silent Hill. No, I actually think it's if got you some nice stuff in it. Actually, I think it's a f- it's an all right movie if you ignore that it's meant to be Silent Hill. Yeah, if you kind of watch it as its own thing. It's got some creepy bits, and I kind of like some of it. Yeah, it's got very good use of the siren. Yes, which is always a creepy fucking, you know. Yeah. Thing which works really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think. Uh, if he, can, if he can bring the John Wick flavor to it, because I mean, let's face it, John John Wick is practically Streets of Rage anyway. Yeah, I mean, effectively Streets of Rage with guns. It's just anyway. John Wick going into a building and kicking the shit out of like some dudes before. Yeah. <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah, I, I'd be happy to see that. Maybe we'll get Golden Axe after that. That'd be fun. Oh, that would be Love great. To see some Golden Axe. That's one of the few games I ever completed in the arcade. That's a tough game to complete in the arcade as well. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a, that's a hard game. It cost me my my entire uh, holiday money one year. But to, you did uh, it. To, to do it. Like, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> I completed one of the um, House of the Dead games as well. Oh yeah, I completed House of the Dead. That was an e- slightly easier than... Yeah, and that was... Uh, House of the Dead was more readily available. That was, like, in every arcade every, ever every at the time. Is, so, I'm like, you, you got so much practice on that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always used to put two credits in and then play... You, I was going to say, use the double gun. Dual yeah. wield. <laughs> the the because, then, because then you're like, oh, one of my arms has been shot when that player dies, and you're like, just yes. continue on. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with that, with, with, with the, most of those games, is you always ended up getting one of the you put the money and you pick up the gun and then it you'd always be pick up the one that was fucked first yeah oh yeah of course yeah and that's why i remember oh god I remember things like with like you know golden axe and, and turtles and stuff where you one at least one oh, of one of the four would always be knackered would yeah. be fucked yeah and it would always be the one that you wanted yep <laughs> 
In fact, that happened the other day. We went to an arcade and there was a <laughs> Turtles 4 player and one of them was knackered. I think it... <coughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I, have I think it was Mikey. It was Mikey. Yeah. Mikey was knackered, which I think was always the popular character. It was always yeah. the one. Mikey was always fucked. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. And, and weirdly in my head with House of the Dead, it was always the pink gun. Yeah. In my head. It was... I think you might be right there. I could be wrong. Or is that Time Crisis? No, I think it is House of the Dead. It's House of the Dead, Blue and a Pink I think Gun. I think. Different cabinets. So I can't I remember. It's been it's been been a while, but um, no, uh, you know, I, I'm well well done for doing Golden Axe in the arcade because that's a that's a tough game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think to be honest, if you've probably got enough money, you could probably complete all get of those. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Whoa, that was like the loudest vehicle in the world just then. Yep. That's a point. <laughs> That was a bike just going by. That was one big bike. <laughs> yeah, he does like to go up and down every now and again. Uh, so would I if I had a bike like that, to be honest. Yeah. There's even worse than that, there's a there's somebody who goes up the road at like two in the morning with one of those fuel dumps. Oh god. And it always seems to sort of dump right outside the house. Oh. Like really loud at like yeah. two morning. It's like you prick. Yeah, there's there's no need for that. <laughs> But anyway, is not there anything else? Bad or anything, but... No, no. <laughs> is there uh, any any other news? I think that's kind of it for, for this week. Wonderful. Well, we will be back next week with a mystery movie. Mm-hmm. Probably horror. Um, but yeah, until then, stay safe, take care, and we will uh, catch you next time. <laughs>